0: You're listening to Podketeers. Welcome to episode 373 of Podketeers. This week we celebrate the Haunted Mansion's birthday. We get a look into the upcoming Muppets Haunted Mansion special. Imagineering is honored by Fast Company. Prices for the new Galactic Star Cruiser experience are released. Plus, we're super excited to talk about the release of our very first enamel pin. We'd love for you to join the conversation over on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Just search for Podcateers, but we'd love to invite you to join our growing community over on Discord. You can find an invite to join us in the blog post for this episode at podcateers.com 373. Team Boat Willie is the official charity team of the Podketeers podcast, and we're participating in Walk for Hope to raise money to help find a cure for women's cancers. Our team donation page is up. If you'd like to join the team to help us fundraise, we'd love to have you on the team, or you can use the same page to make a donation. More info on both of these options is available at teamboatwilly.com. The link is of course super easy to remember because it's just like Steamboat Willie, but without the S. And of course, before we kick this off, I'd like to take a moment to thank a very special group of people known as the FGP Squad Hour Podcast Fairy Godparents because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podketeers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podketeers gear, additional content like the Podketeers After Show, and access to our monthly happy hour calls, just to name a few. For more information on how you can become a part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP squad for their continued support. It's time to kick this episode off. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we hope that you come back for more. And for those of you that have been hanging with us weekly, we appreciate you and we appreciate the time you spend with us. So here we go. Here is episode 373 of Podcasters.
1: Well, this is Patrick, and I'll be your chief flight attendant. <laughs> Screw that. <up>. Hello, oh, my <laughs> that name is so Patrick, good. and I'll be your chief flight attendant today.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I <Okay>. love it.
0: <laughs> you know, uh, Patrick Warburton has been in many things that I enjoy him in, and. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I'm not sure how many people <laughs> saw him in it, but I loved watching him in Rules of Engagement. It's a good show, yeah. It was just my, one of my favorite sitcoms, and when they took it off of Netflix, I was just crushed, man. I love that sitcom. There's a line that I always use from that show, regardless of what we're eating, <clears throat> but there was an episode where uh, they were going to go out for a celebratory dinner. I think it was like towards the end of one of the seasons or something. And uh, his wife tells him, you know, the restaurant they're taking us to is really expensive. Make sure that you don't, you know, take advantage. He's like, but I had a hankering for lobster. (laughs) And so now every time we're going out to something, regardless of what we're ordering, regardless of where we're going, we could be going to McDonald's and like, but I had a hankering for lobster. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like my thing now, so... (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah. That was How's the show where he had like his daughter kept changing actresses like every other season or something. Right. No, that was a different show. Oh, that's a different show. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, it's going good. good. Yeah. To answer your question, so. I interrupted.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, awesome. It's been one of those weeks where, uh, you know, I feel like we got a lot of stuff from the Disney company that was follow ups to a lot of things we talked about last week and things that happened before that and it's i mean oh dude it's the mansion's birthday today it's the mansion's birthday today too so happy birthday to you (laughs) happy birthday to you Happy birthday, dear man. Happy birthday to you
1: and many more. <laughs> that was perfect.
2: And that's why I didn't join you guys. S- 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 bravo.
1: That cha cha.
0: Ah, <laughs> oh, the mansion is celebrating another anniversary without me there how dare it celebrate without me uh i hear they're having cake in the ballroom and everything there's mm -hmm. ghost dancing having just a merry old time uh yeah i wish i was at disneyland writing the attraction today obviously you know we've talked a lot about how it's one of our favorite attractions and you know it, it would be nice to be able to write it it's It was one of our just kind of yearly traditions to try to go during the Haunted Mansion's birthday week, at least, if we couldn't be there for Mm -hmm. the Haunted Mansion's actual birthday, uh, especially if it landed during the week. But uh, I'll be there in spirit. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Socializing, right?
0: Socializing. (laughs) But yeah, I I do miss it. Uh, Hopefully, I don't know, maybe we'll watch the Haunted Mansion movie to celebrate.
1: Or just watch a ride-through I mean, or something.
2: Ride-through right it is.
1: Yeah, I
0: could do <laughs> that. Could do that.
1: Takes less time, a little more entertaining.
2: Sit in a desk chair and just move whenever you have to move yeah, or pivot.
0: <laughs> I gotta tell you, man, I know I had my gripes about the Haunted Mansion movie, but I've come around to it after so many years. Mm-hmm. I, I've said before that I understand the audience now. I understand what it's all about, and... I will admit I was wrong about it. I don't hate it as much as I hated it originally.
1: I don't hate it either, but it's, it's, we can get it. We can talk about this for two hours and we got lots of stuff to talk about, but it's not (laughs) as good as it could be, but it's still not bad. Yeah. That's true. You know what? Maybe in one of
0: the after shows, we'll talk about the mansion.
1: Let's do that. Yeah.
0: Pencil it. I
1: wrote it down. Bing. Good
0: (laughs) Uh, on a totally unrelated note, I do have to say that, uh, can, can I shift over to Universal Studios? Because I just wanted to share that Super Mario World stuff is starting to show up at Universal Studios Hollywood. I know it's not related to the mansion at all, and it's not going to be related to anything else we talk about today. But they have Mario and Luigi hats, y'all. I'm like, oh, that's so, so cool. on board with them. They're <laughs> yeah. like the big
1: poofy ones, too. Do they have the Toad ones too, like the Toad hats?
0: Oh, I don't know, but that would be so rad.
1: Yeah, a lot of that merchandise when when it opened up in Japan, a lot of that stuff, I mean, it looks fantastic. Like all of the, and they have those power-up bands. They have all kinds of stuff there that's real cool. Yeah. And, you know,
0: we've had this, like, surge of Mario in our house recently because my kids got as a gift the Super Mario Lego set that came out several months ago. And then they pulled their money together and they bought the Lego Luigi set that came out. And then they've purchased some additional add-ons. And so now they have this entire Super Mario Lego set where they go around like bopping Goombas and, (laughs) you know, fighting Koopalings and all sorts of stuff. And it's been really cool. So, yeah, it's been super fun. Uh, I was having a conversation with FGP squad member Adriana because I guess they were having a family game night too and they were playing like the Pokemon Monopoly and she was unaware that the they had a Super Mario version of Monopoly. Ooh. There's oh. actually a couple, I think. Yeah, we have one of them, uh, but they're, they're available on, on Amazon and Target and stuff like that. So, yeah, we've had a big Mario resurgence in our house. In the last couple of months. And I for one am for this right now. I'm I'm so about it. I love it. We've been playing the games a little bit more. My kids were super happy. Because they finally got through. Um, well they finished Odyssey. And they completed it with almost like. All the moons that you can collect in the entire game. Like they went back after beating the game. And tried to collect everything. And then they beat Bowser's Fury after that. Thanks. So they've been like all Mario all the time right now <laughs> and so when these hats came up when I saw the fact that they were selling them at Universal Studios all I could think was why don't you sell them online I need to get these for the kids yeah because I'm not going to go to Universal Studios anytime soon I don't have a pass and I'm not going to pay for a whole day just to go get the hats I wonder
1: if they're selling them at the Universal City Walk uh, City Walk store at the, they had like the Universal store at City Walk um, oh, I thought about that yeah I thought about that
0: uh, it doesn't say that they are selling them. It looks like they're selling them exclusively in the park right now. Mm-hmm. Um, smart. But that's not to say that they won't have them at the CityWalk store. Uh, like you said, Mel, it is smart because it forces people to come into the park yep. just for <laughs> the merchandise, right? So. Yep. One day, one day, I've seen similar ones on Amazon, but man, these just look so poofy and nice, and just like ah, they look like big slippers for your
1: head.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, be good for I winter.
1: <laughs> right? I'm uh, a little. Uh, I'm a little out of the Mario loop. I haven't played. Uh, well, I lied. I I play uh, Super uh, Mario Kart World Tour on my phone. That's a nice fun app. Uh, people should download but other than that i haven't played mario since it was on nintendo 64 so um yeah i know super mario 64 and mario kart 64 and that's the extent of my mario (laughs) knowledge and you know what both of those are fantastic yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah love them i love them i mean as a matter of fact if we didn't have mario 64 we wouldn't have mario odyssey at this point you know like that was the beginning of the evolution of what we know as the mario games now so and it's so fun like i've been able to go back and play it many times i just have so much fun playing it you know we actually when we first started the discord server i was trying to figure out how to stream uh, onto the individual channels as i was setting everything up and I remember going on there with members of the FGP squad and uh, just playing Mario and just playing <laughs> like different things and trying to figure out if they could hear my audio, if they could see everything properly. At one point, I flipped the video screen and had no idea how to get it to flip back. And it was fun. <laughs> I mean, it was one of those technology one, Hazen zero situations. <laughs> but, you know, we got it figured out. It, it all evened out in the end.
2: Mario's like one of those games where you don't have to know the game, but just the sounds alone make the game so much fun.
0: Yes, (laughs) yes. There's so many iconic themes coming from all of the games, especially Mario 64, like the wing cap, the Rainbow Road theme, the uh, the Metal Mario theme. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's so many great themes all across the franchise. So I'm, I don't know. I I love Mario. Mm Mm-hmm. So. We can
1: pinch his face in that load screen. <laughs> yeah. His nose around <laughs> He's like a big baby with a mustache. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. Let's shift back to Disney here. What do we got? Oh, before we jump into anything else, uh, I, I have to tell you, I'm super, super excited because, uh, I mean, if you've been listening to the podcast for some time, I know you've heard me talk about that. I've been wanting to get Podcateer's pins for some time. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know if we were gonna sell them in in the gear store or if we were gonna just give them away or if they were gonna be prizes or what the case was. But uh, for a long time, I've really wanted pins. And the opportunity finally came around where we are now waiting for a pressing of our very first pin. We didn't go with the Pocketeers logo. We actually went with the Team Boat Willy logo this time. And the reason that we did that is because throughout the year we have several uh, fundraising campaigns that we do for different uh, organizations. We've done stuff with Chalk, with Second Harvest, uh, for the food drive, for the food bank. Uh, We've done stuff with City of Hope, for Walk for Hope and that's actually what's coming up next in november we have the walk for hope event in support of trying to find a cure for women's cancers one of the biggest reasons we decided to go with the teamboat willie pin is because the idea behind the pin is to sell the pin and a part of the proceeds are going to go towards our fundraising efforts for walk for hope and we decided to do that because For all transparency, I do want to say that I do work there. But part of the reason that we're doing it is because our family and our friends uh, sadly experienced people and lost because of cancer. And we want to do our part to make sure that we can make it a cancer-free world one day. And so this is our way of giving back. I know that in previous years, we've displayed the names of people that we were walking for. And if we do end up walking or if we end up doing a virtual walk, or if we do just like a live stream or something, I would love to have the opportunity to do that again, to help any of you honor, you know, somebody that's going through it, somebody that you've lost. We want to help you honor them and put them on, on a board, walk for them, walk for you. So yeah, the team boat willy pins are coming. I can't begin to tell you how happy I am to be able to, to do this. And after, you know, The Pocketeers pins will be next. I'm hoping that it all works out. Oh, I didn't mention the best part about the pins. So here's the thing. Uh, If y'all have seen the Team Boat Willie logo, you know that it's a dark gray with white, right? It's a really simple logo. But this pin, we decided to only make 100 of this version. It is a one and a half inch pin with gold plating. So the first 100 Teamboat Willy pins will not only go to help a great cause, but will also be limited edition. We will not make this version again. The next version that we make will be the standard silver and black version of the Teamboat Willy logo. And then after that, we'll have Pocketeers pins and maybe something for the FGP squad. Wink, wink, wink. You can't see me winking, but I'm winking right now. He's winking. He's, He's winking. winking. <laughs> like many, many, many times. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm super excited. Hopefully we get these soon so that we can get these up and running. If you have uh, any questions about them or if you'd uh, like more info on when they go on sale, please reach out to us. But we will be announcing it on Instagram. We'll be putting it on Facebook. Over on Uh we'll be announcing it on the podcast as well. So ah i'm so happy i'm i I can't begin to tell you how
1: excited i am about this guys
2: it's finally happening happening
1: yeah and guys these uh, hazen's been like putting his heart and soul into these pins for like the past like i don't know a long time but especially the past few weeks over every little detail every little thing so this this is going to be a quality piece for sure it's He's meticulously done every little bit on this—the size, the logo, the everything. So you're not gonna want to miss out on this. It's it's fantastic looking. Take it by take my word for it. It's it. You'll see it soon enough. But it's it's a pretty nice looking pin.
2: Yep, it's really pretty and really shiny and ah just excited to have everybody see it. So yeah, keep an eye out.
0: In the words of Kermit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hey, speaking of Muppets, since we were talking about Haunted Mansion and the mansion's birthday and we sang happy birthday and everything. But we didn't mention that as part of that, we got a sneak peek at the Muppets Haunted Mansion special that's coming later this year. Yeah. Yeah, and it looks cool. So only two images were released. We didn't get a video. We didn't get anything like that. We got two images, one of Gonzo and Pepe inside of a very distinctive hallway. And then we got a photo of Kermit dressed as Miss Piggy and Piggy dressed as Kermit.
1: That is the b- most bizarre thing I've seen on the internet today is Kermit dressed as Miss Piggy. <laughs> I, it's, that says a lot. It's a it's a very... It, took me aback when i first saw it so it's a it's a it's an image for sure um yeah that's that was that was a yeah that was a fun time seeing that for the first time
2: <laughs> it looks cool <laughs> i i i'm cracking up at it because kermit kermit looks like he's you know taking a selfie and it's just miss piggy is just like he looks so pretty or, or, you know, that kind of idea that she has in her head. Like, she's so proud and it's just they look
1: cute. Well, and it's like it's so Kermit is wearing like a blonde wig and has yeah. a pig nose on and pig ears and like a pink dress and pearls. And then Miss Piggy is wearing like a Kermit hoodie. And that's the like, extent of Miss <laughs> Piggy's Kermit. She's wearing a Kermit hoodie. Um, right. So, yeah, that uh, I think Kermit went a little more uh, into the costume than Miss Piggy did on this one.
2: Yeah, I could agree, and I I love Miss Piggy, but yeah, she took the easy way out this time.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know it. It looks like she's wearing like one of those Target pajamas, like the like the, the ones the, I mean, the, the onesies. Yeah, yeah, onesies. There you go. The onesies. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, it, you know what? Whatever makes you comfortable, right? But it's funny because. As soon as I saw both of these images, I had this weird, like, vision in my head of the entire show revolving around Gonzo being Master Gracie, mm-hmm. owning the mansion, inviting everyone over for a costume party when hilarity and horror ensues.
2: So, I don't know. I don't know if you, saw, if you guys see the picture behind Miss Piggy. You could see a, um, a hatchet axe. <gasps> no! And, yeah, it's right behind her on her, I guess you would say the her left shoulder? No, right. Sorry. And then you see Fozzie. So I'm yeah, like, Fozzie's is he's in the wearing... background
1: and he doesn't have a hat on.
2: Right. So I'm like, who has the hatchet? Who is it? Little ah, details.
0: You're right. And then there's Mickey balloons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I love it. Red Solo Cup. (laughs) They're orange. Well, I mean, you got to have Solo Cups, right? Yeah.
1: Right. But, you know, that idea about, you know, talking about Gonzo and stuff, that's kind of similar to the Muppets uh, Christmas Carol. um, Oh, yeah. Where he's like, he's Charles Dickens. Yeah. So, and he's telling the whole story. So, it's kind of, you know, it's not out of the realm of possibilities to have Gonzo play a main character, you know, or something, you know, the protagonist or whatever you want to call it. I guess he's the narrator in the Christmas Carol, but yeah, that's could be similar. Who knows? Now, let's speculate here. If mm-hmm. we're watching them go
0: down the mansion hallway, and you know, there's those very famous doors, obviously, there's a slight difference in the wallpaper, but that's okay. We get the idea, right? Yeah. Let's say that Gonzo is Master Gracie is like, dressed up, right? He's, like, suit and tie. He's, like, Justin timberlake out right there.
2: <laughs> yeah. What?
1: Like, what role would he play? Like, is he Alfred to Gonzo's Batman in this? I don't know. He does look like he's wearing a tux. So it could be, like, a butler-style tux. But it wouldn't make sense in the... I mean, they could have just not wanted to, like, make a mansion butler, you know, suit. Could um, be. Or, oh, or like you said, it's a party kind of thing, and he's just another party guest or something, and he decided to... It's a fancy party. I, yeah, who knows? Because Gonzo's wearing reason? like... Yeah. <laughs> Gonzo's wearing like a smoking jacket. and yeah, he's... Like, like a velour yeah. smoking jacket and a bow tie. <laughs> fancy. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's funny.
0: Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I... You know, I, I love the Muppets. I love a lot of the things that they've done with the Muppets. But, you know, I, I wasn't completely happy with Muppets now I think I was one of the people that you know what I I, it was fine for what it was but I think they missed the mark on making it more Muppety if Uh, that makes a hundred (laughs) percent you know and so I'm hoping that this doesn't turn out to be something like that where it needed to be more Muppety and they they weren't just using the IP because they had to use it so that they don't lose it sort of situation
1: yeah it's well it's yeah I don't know I mean, I would not think since they own it, they, you know, they can do whatever unless there's some weird contract like that universal contract. But, yeah, there's yeah. so many there's so many opportunities they've had to make Muppet things and then they cancel them. You know, well, they've they, they've announced Muppet things and they've canceled them. We've talked about it before. The Muppets, um, the cheapest Muppet movie ever made that was announced at D23. I don't know seven years ago or something or even longer than that. And that became uh, Muppets most wanted, but Frank Oz, it was like a script that went like all the way back to Jim Henson. Um, and Frank Oz was going to direct that. Um, and then there's also the other Muppet series that was going to be on Disney plus that uh, with Josh Gad attached, um, that was oh, going right. to be a like more Muppet show style series that also got canceled. So I don't know what it is with the Muppets. I don't know if it's just people don't know what to do with the Muppets. If people don't think the Muppets are going to bring in the audience they want, but they keep putting Muppet things out, but they're like the like smaller, more like, I don't know. The Muppets seem like a, like they're in the past, but in a good way, like the Muppets are kind of stuck in time. They're all like, they're stuck in the seventies. And I feel like, they should be playing into that as opposed to maybe trying to bring the Muppets into the present day. It's more like if you ever saw the Brady Bunch movie where the Brady Bunch, the family, oh, yeah, they're all stuck yeah, yeah. in the seventies and all they know is seven, you know, they dress and act, and do all this weird stuff, but it's, mo- you know, it's modern times or something, something like that might be better suited for the Muppets with how, I don't know, but, I have a lot of affection for the Muppets and they need to do more with them. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. No, I can empathize
0: with you, man. I'm I'm totally there with you. Uh, I, I also believe that there's been plenty of opportunities that they've missed out on and plenty of opportunities that they just gave up on too soon. You know, like the Muppets mockumentary that they had on ABC. So good. I thought that was really good. I thought that was more Muppets than Muppets Now ever was. And if they had continued or if they bring that to Disney Plus and have the same producers and the same writers, I think they have a, a hit on their hands. But, you know, I don't make those calls anymore after, you know, <laughs> I, I just don't make the calls anymore. But, you know, we'll see. Who knows? Maybe it'll happen. I will say that I think before we get anything else, it's very likely that I feel we're going to get a Muppets and Avengers crossover at some point. <laughs> because of all the different franchises crossing – I mean, we've seen it with The Simpsons now, right? And mm-hmm. I, th- there's been a lot of – there was a lot of funny jabs. Like, it, like I don't know if you've seen the latest uh, Simpsons short, what, the Loki short that, that came out. Uh, it was the Good, the Bard, and the Loki. They have all of the Springfield Avengers, you know, show up. And it's all of the characters dressed up as, like – Hollywood Boulevard Avengers, basically. (laughs) And there's a big sign in the background that says, this is what happens when Disney buys Fox. And I (laughs) thought it was one of the greatest meta jokes that was in that entire episode because, you know, the Simpsons is calling out something that I think a lot of people feel, but I mean, there's also a lot of people that are super happy that these worlds are colliding because now they're all under one umbrella Uh, I think it's still hard to mix them all. Like, I don't think we're going to see Springfield at California Adventure anytime soon uh, or any version of that. But I think when you're able to mix them and create these little Easter eggs and these little collaborations, you know, it, it begins to unite the nerdums a lot more, right? And that's what we're getting here. That's what we're getting with Haunted Mansion, you know, super popular IP. The Muppets, super popular IP. It's only a matter of time before we get the Muppets and the Avengers crossover.
1: Hopefully, this Muppet Haunted Mansion thing is a huge success, and then they just do more attraction Muppet attractions. You know, <gasps> Indie! Yeah, Muppet <laughs> Indie, Muppet Pirates, Muppet Matterhorn, Muppet Star Tours, Muppet you know, everything. like Muppet's Tower of Terror. Yes! Yeah, Muppet's <laughs> Heimlich's Choo Choo Train. <laughs>
2: Might as well just throw in Superstar Limo.
1: Yeah, Muppet Superstar Limo. That well, uh, the that way that it was it, meant to be. That brings it back because that was going to be a, one of the the um, ways they're going to change Superstar Limo. It was going to be a Muppets theme when yeah. they. Yeah. So anyway, that's here nor there, but because I can ramble about that. But that would be hopefully that's something that is in their minds that if this does well, maybe we'll do more attraction things. You know, it's, it's it. um, you know, the Jungle Cruise has to be, if that is, that's the next one. They just made the Jungle Cruise movie. It's in the public eye right now. Like that's got to be the next one if they're going to do another one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it could be. I mean, I think I would be happy either way. Like you said, hopefully this one's a success and we do get a lot more because it's just fun. Yeah. You know, we're my, my kids are actually going back and watching the original Muppet show and they're like, digging it like they're just going around singing the music and yelling like Kermit all day and sometimes (laughs) just yelling all day because you know they're kids but (laughs) I mean they're enjoying it a lot more than I thought they were going to which is fantastic because now I can enjoy it uh, again Um, uh, you know I I have a question though you you mentioned how they're kind of stuck in the 70s and we've seen them struggle being brought into present day but we don't seem to be seeing that with like Muppet Babies, right? Or like the Disney Jr. version of the Muppets. Like they seem to have really adapted well into like modern times. As a matter of fact, speaking of Gonzo, there was this big like deal that people were I mean, I mean people were making a bigger deal about it than it was than it should have been, honestly. But in in one of the latest episodes of Muppet Babies, everybody's dressed up in costume and Gonzo decides that he wants to dress like Cinderella. And, you know, he goes on to talk about how, you know, he didn't want to say anything because he thought people were going to make fun of him and all sorts of stuff, but they were all really supportive. And I think that's a really great message to have for kids because a lot of kids struggle with identity and they, they just don't know how, you know, they should be treated or, you know, they, they feel out of place and, you know, I think when there's support early on, it makes for more well-rounded people later on in life, right? Mm-hmm. And so when this came out, like, I feel like that touched on a subject that is modern. It's uh, something that a lot of people are fighting for, you know, the equality. And it seemed to happen really seamlessly compared to how something seems super forced on the Muppets.
1: Yeah, it's... it. It just made total sense in the episode. Melissa sent the clip over, and um, it was yeah, you, you know, we got to watch it, and it it just kind of made sense in the story. It, it it doesn't really, you know, if if you're not, um, like really trying to like I don't know, pay attention to it or whatever, it doesn't seem out of place. It's not like something that is like on this very special episode of Muppet Babies Gonzo goes through you know it's it's just an episode that talks about inclusion and you mm-hmm. know helps kids you know deal with it and it's fine and it's great and it was no big deal but but it was mm. it's it's I'm sure it's a big deal for anybody that is going through something like that so it's yeah. you know it it was it was done very well from my perspective of it and it I'm I'm glad that they Were allowed to put something like that in a show, because I know that you know, they have to deal with you know different groups and different things and approvals and da 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 da. But it made it in, and I'm sure the world is better for it.
2: Oh, definitely. And I mean, we've also seen it on Sesame Street too, where it's just different kids, different friends, and pretty much that. I mean, it feels great when you see someone who looks like you who's like you or you're like hey i kind of i see me in it and that's like the most wonderful thing especially on any show and stuff like that so yeah all good
0: yeah i agree Mm -hmm. uh well i guess uh i guess we'll see what happens with the muppets haunted mansion yeah cross our fingers cross our eyes cross our toes and legs and hope that it turns out (laughs) to be really good because (laughs) i want to see muppets avengers man yeah (laughs) yeah I mean, I'm joking about it, but damn it, I want to see
1: it. <laughs> you know, gone to Kermit as Jason Chandler on the the Muppets Big Thunder Mountain. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: that's gonna be an episode that we're gonna have oh! to do that where we take oh Pin Super the Big Muppets Pin S E A. Oh,
1: oh, okay, all let's right. Could be. I'm here see. for let's this. See. Uh, <laughs> Floyd Pepper as Barnabas T. Bullion. <laughs> nice
0: I want to see the Swedish Chef.
1: As <laughs> Barnabas T. Bullion. Oh, that would work too.
0: <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, I'm sure that we could talk about this uh, all night, but uh, let's move on to a couple of other things. Uh, oh, hey, you know, in October when this comes out, they're also going to be doing another like Halloween type special, but with Star Wars Lego. Did you guys see this? No. They're doing something called Star Wars Terrifying Tales. And it's a <gasps> lightsaber. Like, the poster that they created is a lightsaber in front of a tombstone that says, Rest in Pieces. Oh.
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
0: I'm curious uh, uh, about what that's going to be. I don't know a lot about it. I saw the poster that they recently released. Uh, that's coming out October 1st on Disney+. Plus. So the Halloween stuff is gearing up. Like, it is really... Like, it is code orange at, like, <laughs> all the craft stores and Costco and Target. Like, that stuff is creeping out, man. If you're a Halloween person, now's the time to start purchasing everything. I've yep. been trying to figure out how to put an alert on the Target app so that as soon as those Haunted Mansion blow up that... <laughs> oh, <you know>, the <laughs> The blow-up things? Yeah, yeah. I've been waiting for that <laughs> thing, and I really want one. Like, I like I really want one. <laughs> so, we'll see how it goes. By the way, did you get your Mickey? Speaking of really wanting something,
1: Mickey came in this afternoon. Um, Stop. The box is it's so big. It's 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 intimidating how large this box is. I took a picture with my dog on top of the box, and the box could probably fit like 6 dogs in it um oh, man. so yeah it's <laughs> it's humongous um we'll have to do uh you know after show unboxing or something but it's uh, humongous and i don't know where this is going to go i'm somewhat regretting but not really i just <laughs> i don't know where this big mickey's gonna go you will find he's, room he's, <laughs> i mean mickey can sit here and have his own zoom window Um, and record with us on the podcast (laughs) or something. Um, so it's going to be a challenge to, uh, find a good home for Mickey here at the house, but, uh, I'm up for the challenge. There was a
0: conversation about it on the discord server, right? Because the one thing that kept coming up was it's three feet tall. Right. And everybody yeah. had the same concern that when you get these collectibles, it's easy to put them on a shelf. But this is three feet tall. And it's not like I mean, I don't know, maybe there are people that would want to purchase this and give it to a child, you know, especially if the child is into trains and Mickey and everything. And, you know, it it's a toy, essentially. But it's also a collectible. And knowing what the replica of the collectible is like for me, it's definitely a mantelpiece or like a, you know, something you put on a shelf and you admire, but that's a big shelf, man. That's a three foot high shelf.
1: Yeah. It's, it's wild how big it is. Um, Yeah. I I, I don't know how uh, Mickey's going to fare sitting next to um, my Frasier Funko pops and um, (laughs) my like Indiana Jones fanny pack, but (laughs) um yeah we'll we'll find a home for him he might just live here next to me on the floor on his little stand or something we'll we'll figure it out but um yeah he's here (laughs) does he have somewhere or a tag
2: behind his like his neck to hang or something
1: it's comes with a stand like a like plastic stand so just have him standing behind you (laughs) yeah there's ways to display him um for (laughs) sure uh I just, I feel like I need to keep the box because the box is like dressed up like a crate and everything. But the box is so big. I can, I mean, I could almost fit in the box if I was (laughs) flexible enough. Um, So yeah, this is going to be an ordeal at the house. Um, But uh, yeah, it's, uh, we'll we'll just take it one day at a time with this giant Mickey. (laughs) Nice. So remember in the last episode when we were talking
0: about it, and I said I was jealous that you purchased it. Mm -hmm. Um, My wife didn't know that I knew about it. And so Uh she happened to see the article because she got the email from D23 because we're signed Uh up for the subscription emails. So she was going through her email. She ends up seeing it and she ends up texting it to me saying, hey, did you see this Mickey? Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, but it's a hundred bucks. It's limited edition. It was the Amazon treasure truck. And once it's gone, it's basically gone. And so uh, just like a day or two after that, Andrew sends me this link to Amazon because apparently they did not sell out during the treasure truck sale, which means that they either overproduced them or it's a hundred dollars and people are like, it's a hundred bucks and it's three feet tall. What am I going to do with a three foot hundred dollar Mickey? Right. Mm -hmm. And she tells me you should buy this. I'm like, (laughs) I know I want it, but I mean, like, where am I going to put it? And, you know, what am I going to do with it? Like, I Uh, it's $100. She's like, you should buy this. I (laughs) like, I don't know. I'll think about it. And I I figured, look, I'm going to wait a few days, and I'm going to keep going back to the Amazon link. And if it happens to be there, you know, I don't know. I gave myself like three or four days or something from the time that we talked about it. If I give myself that amount of time and it's still available, that means I'm meant to have it. right? And I'll just order it and kalu kale it is now going to be my collectible as well. But uh, she's on board with me getting it. Like, she knows I just love trains, and Engineer Mickey is like, you know, Mm -hmm. tip of the hat for something like that. So uh, I'd be lying if I wasn't excited about getting it. Um, But, yeah, don't be surprised if we're going to be twinning soon, Andrew. (laughs) Because... um I'm, I'm I'm getting pretty excited about getting myself an engineer Mickey now yeah you got
1: then you'll be in the boat where I am where I'm like, where am I gonna put this box? where am I gonna put this mickey that's it's, what I'm it's, afraid of it's so big um but it's it's it, it's not a it's i guess it's it's not a bad problem to have i mean it is kind of but it's it there could be worse things oh no i have a cool thing and i have to figure out where to put it but (laughs) right um, yeah i know (laughs) total first world problems but
0: i don't know maybe when we open up podcateer studios we'll just have a room where we have all the collectibles and you know people can go in and see it like a little tiny museum or something
1: yeah that sounds pretty good (laughs) i got i got enough for you know a quarter of a room (laughs) nice nice this shelf be- it belongs to Hazen. These are the
0: collectibles that are near and dear to him. This room belongs to Andrew. These <laughs> are Andrew's <laughs> collectibles that are near and dear to him.
1: <laughs> oh, man, it's funny. Well, one wall is just uh, my Roger Rabbit posters that uh, I have yeah. that are from the film. <laughs> man, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny.
0: Uh, so, yeah, looking forward to it, man. I hope I, I end up calling it my own. And I'll keep you posted. Who knows? Maybe by the time that we do the unboxing, maybe there will be two Mickeys to unbox. Dun, mm, da, da, dual da.
1: unboxing. Who can do it faster? Dun, dun, dun.
0: <laughs> oh, I suck with boxes. We'll see. <laughs> Damn childproof boxes. Uh, so uh, I want to say congratulations to Walt Disney Imagineering. We're going to pivot off into the parks now because Fast Company named Walt Disney Imagineering one of the 2021 best workplaces for innovators. Uh, This is an award that Fast Company gives out to those organizations that really push and strive uh, to. uh, I think the quote is they encourage their innovators to push themselves to discover, explore and invent. And that's definitely what Walt Disney Imagineering is all about. Um, you know, a, a lot of the the stuff that Imagineering does, I don't know if you knew this, but did you know that they have over 500 U.S. patents?
1: Wow, makes sense. I didn't know Ooh. that, but it makes sense.
0: Yeah, it's insane how many revolutionary techniques they've come up with, uh, ranging all the way back, obviously, to the opening of the park. There was so many things that were being put together for so many effects and so many of the attractions that, you know, they ended up patenting a lot of that technology. And, you know, look where it's gotten them today. Uh, A lot of the Imagineers that we know today, like we we just spoke of Daniel Joseph, the Imagineer that brought back the Hatbox Ghost. Uh, I think he holds two patents for the technology uh, I could be wrong, but I feel like he owns two patents for the technology that they use for the Hatbox Ghost alone. And wow. I mean, th- I mean, that's an honor, right? Not only to hold a patent, but to hold a patent with the Walt Disney Company for something that's going to bring joy to so many people for so many years. I mean, that's I don't know. That's a huge feather in your hat. You know? Yeah. So, uh, again, congratulations to Walt Disney Imagineering. Uh, it was super cool uh, to see that.
1: Did you see the video that they released when they made this announcement? Yeah, there was like, it was like a compilation of like a bunch of different stuff. And then you get to see a little, little new snippet of the, uh, the new lightsaber.
0: Yeah. The little, the
1: extendio, extendo lightsaber. Gotta say, looks super cool. It does. I'm excited. I don't know if I'm going to own one because I have this Mickey now. but <laughs> Oh, you'll own one. You'll own one. Know. Mickey will own the lightsaber. It's a six-foot
0: lightsaber. What am I going to do with it? Put it next to Mickey.
1: Yeah, Mickey uh, yep. lightsaber. It's. I got to buy all the cool <laughs> fun toys. It's, I don't have a kid. I guess this is just what I spend my money on is a bunch of uh, things. I love hey, it. Hey,
2: nothing I, wrong I, with that.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're a big kid,
0: man. I love it. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's great yeah that video like you said was a compilation of a lot of the things that Imagineering has been doing for a while I mean these are innovations that we've talked about on the podcast over the last couple of years they had uh, a piece of the Navi Queen in there they had Davy Jones Rocket they had baby Groot walking around which is one of the most adorable things that I've seen Imagineering put together uh, I know that we're going to be getting a Grogu soon just from looking at that. <laughs> um, there was highlights of Batu, the castle projections, Avengers Campus, uh, and of course, like Andrew said, the new uh, expanding lightsaber, which is as close to what you see in the movies. Um, I, I think we talked about the patent and the tech in December or January. I don't remember, but I remember um, it, it was a big deal because it was this, like, cool cyclone-like technology that they were using to kind of expand it out. And then, of course, they light it up with LEDs. But it was kind of ingenious, the way that they put it together. I don't know if you've ever done this, but have you ever uh, twisted a piece of paper and then kind of held it and, like, shot it out and it looks like a big, like, sword, like, mm-hmm. a, like a conical sword? Mm-hmm. It's the same premise, yeah. Right? It, it's, it seems simple. It's the same premise, but it's so effective in the way that they put it together. And we, we just got a tiny glimpse. It's like two seconds of the lightsaber just expanding on someone's desk while they're, like, testing it out. But, man, that two seconds is a lifetime of excitement. Right?
2: <laughs> just, just waiting for the more stuff, more videos of that. And then we're going to drill a little bit more.
1: Do you think it's going to, like, premiere somewhere? Like... I know they just announced like prices and stuff for that um, Galactic Star Cruiser and Walt Disney World. I wonder if like it's going to have a tie in with that, or if it's going to have a tie in with a you know another like a season three of the Mandalorian or something Ooh. that you know they they're working on it. Probably there there's a reason that they've announced it. Um, yeah. So yeah. there's got to be a, a a reason.
0: Yeah, I mean, wasn't wasn't a Star Wars celebration supposed to take place in May of this year, but they postponed it because of the pandemic. And now it's going to be in Anaheim like August of next year or something like that.
1: You've got me. I, that sounds right, but I, I don't follow Star Wars celebration. So uh, your guess is good as mine,
2: but it would be a good place.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking Mm -hmm. that that would be great. And I would think that they'll probably have someone like Ashley Eckstein who's so big in the Star Wars community, Ashley Eckstein uh, has a clothing line, her universe, that's really popular. It's got some really great pieces in it. Uh, But she's also the voice of Ahsoka Tano in the Star Wars uh, series, the animated series. So she's a a really big piece of the Star Wars culture. And I actually, I want to say that when they did Star Wars Celebration in Chicago, I'm taking us the guess, uh, like you, Andrew, I don't really follow it, um, but I want to say it was in Chicago. I want to say that she debuted the Ahsoka Tano sabers. Mm. Like, I I don't know if they have a specific name, but I, I remember seeing a clip where for the first time ever, they brought them out and she like took them out and she extended them and she like turned them on. And then she was like posing with them or something. Uh, she might be a really great person to reveal this brand new lightsaber once it's available. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll see. But, y- you know, you brought up the Galactic Star Cruiser. I had to ask
1: your thoughts. That's a pile of money that uh, you're spending on uh, two days and two nights on uh, Galactic Star Cruiser for or two days. Yeah, two days and two nights. That's, That's- for sure. Looks cool.
2: I want to say what's the what's the hi- what's the highest magic key? Cuz that's four four the, of them.
1: That's the a family of four. The dream key? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That
2: is four dream magic keys right there. Insane. I mean
1: it's <laughs> I mean you have to think of it like like a cruise. As you, they they try to put you in the mindset of this. It's it's like a cruise on land. Um so that's I've never taken a cruise. Um, so, you know, people that are, have been on cruises and are general cruise people might have a better feel for pricing wise, but it still seems a little pricey for, it is all inclusive food and all the, you know, drinks. Yeah. And probably non-alcoholic drinks, but yeah, regular soft drinks. And, um, I know you get to take a, you know, an excursion to Batu and do everything there. Um, so it seems like... You get a lot, but I don't know in comparison to cruises how that, you know, compares. Granted, and you're also uh, staying, like, in a parking lot area the whole time.
2: (laughs) So I started laughing because you said, I mean, yes, they're going to go on Batu," And I'm like, well, you could go to Disneyland and go on Batuu too. And
1: (laughs) for cheaper. Or just buy a ticket to to Hollywood (laughs) Studios. Yeah,
2: something. I'm just saying that yeah it's a lot of money
1: (laughs) if you don't know uh, galactic star cruiser is a new hotel star wars all-inclusive uh like immersive hotel experience at uh in florida walt disney world resort just to clear that up in case anybody didn't know (laughs) and why we're bringing uh... up
2: so much money and (laughs) what?
1: yeah it's very expensive
2: yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) i mean they had three different packages that they announced right but it was like a, a, a the uh, family package. of three,
1: family of four. And I don't remember what the other one was. It must have been two or something. I don't remember. Thank
0: you. Like you said, Melissa, it's essentially the price of a handful of, of the new magic keys, right? The dream magic mm-hmm. key, which is the highest tier that you can get. You could definitely just be like, hey, I want one of those new magic keys for me. And here's three <laughs> of my friends. Give them one of those too. Right. And <laughs> the magic key you can enjoy for a whole year, not just two days. Yeah. Exactly.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah, <laughs> spring 2020 is when this opens up. Uh you know, I I'm not a, a huge Star Wars fan. You know, I definitely appreciate it for what it is. I've become a bigger fan over the last several years. Uh, Especially because on the podcast we've talked about it so much, Uh, I've definitely become a bigger Star Wars fan. I never saw them as a kid, so I don't have this deep-rooted fandom that a lot of uh, a lot of other people have with it. And so when I looked at this, I thought this would be such a cool experience. You know, if you're really into the fandom, to be able to essentially live out your dreams as a Jedi or you know whatever you want, like it's all. You're you're part of this giant role play, is what it is, right? You you yeah. go in and they're supposed to interact with you as part of the character that you're creating, and it's supposed to be this giant production. And I think that's part of why it's so expensive because it's part of a huge production. But I I mean I don't think I would do this. Like I, it's too expensive for me. I'm not that big of a fan to want to do this. But then I thought, but what if they did a Marvel one? Would I do a Marvel one? May- maybe, like, oh, I mean, I guess it would on. depend on the experience, right? <laughs>
2: what if they did a mansion one? Oh, see, that's oh, <laughs> damn it,
1: the mansion in
2: space, <laughs> <laughs> starring Gonzo. <laughs> uh,
0: and and see, that's the thing, right? Like they mm-hmm. know, they know their audience, and they know how they built it. Um, I mean, looking at some of the rooms and everything, I. I, I'm I'm gonna sound really bad here saying this, and I know this might piss off some people, but I mean the rooms look super boring and plain. Like for what you're paying, you should be like in a penthouse suite somewhere, not in a box. I mean
1: they look I like up. cubby holes, man.
0: Yeah, I I yeah I agree.
2: I agree. well you also
1: have to think <laughs> you know your pro the room you you gotta kind of have the th- same kind of where you go on vacation to like the theme parks or whatever. The room is for sleeping. The rest of the, the vessel is for your most of your day. So, you, you know, if you're yeah, only spending yeah. your sleeping hours in your cabin, then, you know, maybe you don't need as much space. And they put that space towards, you know, the entertainment rooms or whatever. I don't know. But um, I do agree with you that they do seem quite small. And that's probably the, you know, trying to evoke the cruise ship kind of uh aspect to it maybe because they're they're very like star warsy plain like just white walls and lots of metal and some weird shapes and stuff like that and you get your window that's like a tv screen which is kind of cool but
0: i believe they call that star wars chic (laughs) vintage
2: so here i am i'm kind of okay i'm i'm gonna say yeah i did say that i would not do this but Many years ago, when uh, the Adventureland Suite came out and made its debut at the Disneyland Hotel, I could tell you that we called to see, just out of curiosity, how much it would be because it looks really cool. Um, At the time, it was about the same price for what um, the hotel is charging now, so you're looking at about a couple thousand dollars for a night to stay at that suite. Crazy, but eh.
1: It's a premium yeah. experience for, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, so I, ha- I found the prices finally. Um, for a party of two, uh, total is uh, $4,800. Um, a party of three is $5,300. And a party of four is $6,000. Um, and that's, um, I believe that's probably, s- that's starting at prices. So that means you get the basic cabin. Ooh, um, and then there what? are, um, there's three different um, size cabins where you can upgrade um, between the standard, the galaxy class suite and the grand captain suite. That's um, the so- penthouse. Yeah, that's the penthouse. That's the one it, it uh sleeps eight, um, blah blah blah. Has all kinds of fun stuff in it. Um but it ha oh, that's where it has uh has two bathrooms and a bar area and three space windows as opposed to your uh your basic one which has one space window. Wow. So yeah, there's it's I'm sure this can get real pricey real quick.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, you made a really great point that now I I feel like I understand uh, just the pricing and everything uh, a lot more when you said that if you go on a cruise, you're basically getting the same thing, right? You're paying for a tiny room. It's primarily used for sleeping, and the amenities on the ship are really what you're paying for. Like, the the room is nothing compared to everything else that you're getting, so... If you look at it that way, yeah, I completely understand it now. That that actually puts it into perspective a lot for me. But still, I mean, I still feel that it should look a little nicer. Like, every bed in there looks like it's for a child. Like, they probably come in, like, Ewok, Leia, and Chewbacca sizes. <laughs> and they all look like they're, like, for kids. But, again, it could just be the concept art of the way that they shot them. Like, or they were the basic one and like you said they have the three different tiers like maybe that's the most basic one
2: it could be
1: yeah well so the um the standard room comes with a queen bed and then two berths, which are the bunk beds for kids um are but they technically fit an adult but in the concept art it looks like a teeny tiny little space but it says for one adult each um and then it also has a pull-down wall bed. So each, all the beds are looks like they're either uh, queen or probably twin-sized beds. Uh, but the artwork definitely does not mm. seem that way. Well, I
0: mean, again, I I don't see myself doing something like this. But then you mentioned mansion, and then I thought, what if it was Marvel? And I guess it's just a fandom thing, right? If it's something yeah. that you're really interested in, if you've had this connection with Star Wars since you were a kid this could be your vacation right I mean it was the argument that I made for a really long time when we had the annual passes you either spend it on one lavish vacation if if you're unable to do multiple things uh, or you get it you know so you can celebrate all year long and it's the same concept with this right if you have the opportunity you have the money obviously you're going to go all out or, you know, you'll save it, you'll charge it, whatever you have to do to live out your dreams in this Star Wars universe. More than you've been able to do it on, on Batuu already, you know. And, again, if it was a Marvel thing, I'd probably be singing a different story. Who knows? I'd, I'd be all la Bonds. So <laughs> it's hard for me to really speak ill of it because if it was that, or like you said, Mel, if it was Mansion, I'd be like, ah! <laughs> You know, I'd, I'd be yeah, all over that, me too. So.
2: too.
0: <laughs> so, OK, I'm sorry. I'll say it. I'll be big enough to say it. I'm sorry. But I still think it's too expensive.
1: If I if if one of us wins the lottery, then we can one of us, we can all take each other. Whoever wins the lottery, then we can all go on this. That's probably the Word. only way this is going to happen. But yeah, true. So that. <laughs>
0: that
1: means we got to play the lottery other than that. But lottery nonetheless.
0: Or we'll get
1: each other dream keys. Well, both. Why not both? It's the lottery. Let's live it up. Seven hundred million or whatever. Sometimes it is. Whatever happened to Golden Oaks? Well, you can only spend so much time at Golden Oak because it's so humid in Florida. So.
2: Yeah, that's (laughs) true. That's true. Still there.
0: (laughs) I mean, those are some nice houses. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, If you've never heard of Golden Oak before, it is uh, a private area. Uh, in Florida, where all of the houses are essentially designed by the Imagineers. The houses there are yeah. beautiful. It's nothing like Celebration Florida.
1: B- yeah, mansions. Yeah. On Disney yeah. property.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they're super close to the parks. Uh, it's nothing like Celebration Florida, which we've talked about before, which was also designed by Disney, by the way. But um This is, uh, Golden Ux is not Epcot. It is just uh, a bunch of really beautiful mansions. (laughs) Yep. So yeah, maybe (laughs) that's where we'll start, right? We'll we'll start with a a house there, and then we'll move on to Passes for Everyone. Uh, Stays, multiple stays on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, Then we'll, we'll start building the Marvel one, and then we'll have a stake in it. Okay, I'm gonna build this out. Let, let let's get let's get to okay. planning.
2: Somewhere in there has to be Club Thirty Three. Just just to like mm-hmm. just saying.
0: <laughs> oh, how could I forget? Oh my God, thank you so much. You're so, welcome. Thirty Three in
1: 1901. Mm-hmm. And then after okay, all of so, that, then we can uh, make the Podkuteer Studio. After there all you that go. <laughs> that's it.
0: <laughs> after all that, or, not in the or, beginning
1: or anything.
0: Or. Remember how a long time ago they had Radio Disney broadcasting from inside of Tomorrowland? Yeah. Uh-huh. What if
2: <laughs> what if
0: we built the Podcader studio inside of Tomorrowland and we broadcast
1: it from inside of the park? You know what it's due for a uh, for a renovation anyways the whole tomorrowland, so we can work it in there somehow. There you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> you know what let's get started on the blueprints let's get started on the plan we'll build out a financial plan we'll present it to disney execs i'll call bobby see how he feels about it see if he can give us some pointers and then i mean who knows maybe we'll do it there maybe we'll do it near avengers campus i can call kevin and be like dude what do you think about this and <laughs> i mean we can even say it's sponsored by stark industries i'm um, i'm prepared to say that you know is sponsored by by stark industries how rad would that be
2: that would be yeah. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> one cannoli <only> drink. Uh,
0: <laughs> right, right. All right. Well, I think that's a great place to end this episode with us blue sky ideas about what we're going to do when we open up the podcast, studio one day. Uh, if you have any thoughts on anything that we talked about, we'd love for you to join the conversation. You can join us over on Instagram, Facebook, or on our Discord server. If you're not a member, we'd love to have you as a part of it. You can head over to podcasteers.com or the blog post for this episode, podcasteerscom slash 373. For more information on how you can become a member of the Discord channel, just click on the link. It'll launch the app. If you don't have it installed link to install it and within a couple of seconds you'll be on uh also before we end i would like to take an opportunity to thank all of the members of the fgp squad the fgp squad is a group of listeners just like you that help us out with a monthly contribution via patreon and being a part of the fgp squad family gets you some additional perks like the podcateers after show discounts on Podketeers gear access to the uh the special section of the discord server exclusively for the FGP squad uh, access to our monthly happy hour call and more. So if you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP squad family, head over to podcuteers.com slash FGP. And again, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge
1: thank you for your continued support. Uh, anything else before we wrap up real quick? Uh, yeah. Uh, jumping back to our annual pass i'm sorry magic key uh discussion from last week um i've got some news that just came up from uh, carly weisel if you uh don't follow her you want the up-to-date disney news follow carly weisel um instagram twitter everywhere but um she's get found a bunch of information out about magic key and one that i um i wanted to bring up was the um when the start date so if you buy your ticket uh, your uh, your magic key on like the 25th Your uh, just like the old passes your uh, date will start the first day you use it so you can buy it early and uh, you know be a charter member and then you um, don't use it till you're ready you know you're still a charter member and you can uh, get in those perks but then not waste a bunch of days by not going so I thought that was kind of important to let everybody know so that's uh the news of the week
0: dude that's huge <laughs> I love that I was concerned that if we bought it, that we were going to miss out on like the first month or two, you know, because we were waiting for the kids to get vaccinated before we all went back to the parks. But that's fantastic. I'm glad that uh, that you shared that. Uh, all right. Cool. Well, uh, if you have any thoughts on that, you know what? I just realized that we forgot to put up the poll because I think we we talked about that last episode and then I totally blanked out on it. And see, this is what happens when you start getting old, man. You start forgetting. <laughs> well-
2: We'll drop it the day.
0: We'll put a poll
1: out. It'll
2: be okay. Yeah, just just put it out there. One of these days
1: we'll put a poll out and we'll see what kind of magic keys you're going to get. It'll be great.
0: (laughs) All right. That's going to wrap it up for this week. So until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone.
2: Bye. See ya.